I did a little word search today because I wasn't quite sure what dropsy was. I knew it was a medical condition. Um, I thought dropsy was some kind of palsy or, or like a stroke where you didn't have full control of your muscles. That is not dropsy at all and it comes from uh, probably a bad joke in our family and maybe yours too. When you drop something and you got dropsy, no, it has, dropsy has nothing to do with that. Rather, dropsy is uh, a more archaic word for edema or maybe even a more uh, modern uh, way of understanding that is congestive heart failure where the, the body holds fluid, uh, sometimes the legs, the hands, the arms swell up so much so uh, in extreme edema, the skin actually bursts. I, this, is, this is just my medical knowledge of what, uh, having uh, some experience of it. It is a painful thing when this, the fluid is built up so much so, and uh, diuretic is in order where you have to somehow get rid of that fluid. And uh, thank God for the, the good diuretics we have now. In the day of Jesus, though, that they wouldn't have had knowledge necessarily of that. They would have had some plants that might have caused uh, the body to let go of that liquid and, and such like that. But I can't help but sit, uh, but envision this man with dropsy, uh, now knowing what it is, swollen, unable to move, maybe with congestive heart failure, unable to breathe, just panting, grasping, gasping for breath, where every breath was a struggle, and there he is listening to Jesus. And Jesus asks, is it lawful to cure him? It's a Sabbath. And Jesus doesn't ask the question because he's wondering. He's asking the question to get them to think because they would have said no. And the man was struggling for breath, struggling for life most likely. And they, they wouldn't have answered. They kept silent. And Jesus tells him, look, According to the law, if, an, if, your, if your child or an ox falls into a cistern, you don't leave them until the next day. You go and pull them out. You don't break the Sabbath when you do that. It is good to save life. So, so things that saved life or preserved life were allowed even on the Sabbath. Jesus is saying, this man is suffering. This man needs healing. His heart is broken. His heart is literally broken. It's not pumping out that fluid that needs to get pumped out. Jesus silences them, but heals this man. I can't help but think this man probably joined in, the, in today's psalm. My heart. I will give thanks to the Lord with all my heart instead of a heart that was only half working now with all his heart. And perhaps it's that heart today that uh, we have in today's first reading too, St. Paul saying he thanks God for them, for the uh, Philippians, because they have given him a share of their hearts and he has given them his heart. He's preached the gospel to them and he wants them to continue. And this prayer for them is really a prayer for all of us that we would continue to increase ever more and more in knowledge and every kind of perception. That we would see what must we do to continue to preserve and extend life. To, to protect life, and not only uh, unborn life, but all life. Uh, those that are suffering next to us, those that are suffering uh, in, in our neighbors, our friends. I, I think when it comes down to it, I think 
Most of us have some form of spiritual edema. We're holding on to things we're not meant to hold on to. We're dying, we're suffocating sometimes. The Lord would stand before us today and say, be healed, be healed, let it go. Maybe this day, maybe this Eucharist will serve as a spiritual diuretic for us to let us get rid of all those things that burden our hearts way too much that we would be allowed to breathe more freely the breath of the Holy Spirit.